and welcome back to Mindful Moments with Misha, episode six. We are here on our own today doing a solo episode because I was actually doing client check-ins last week and the same kind of topic kept cropping up in check-ins and I was like, okay, if this is like a universal topic that my clients are struggling with now coming into summer, then it is definitely something to speak about and something that may be benefit to other people. And also something that I have been kind of wanting to share for a while um, about my own journey, but I just never felt like the time was right. And yeah, like it was just, it was a bit of a difficult one for me to share because it was a really tough time. And I feel like I've only kind of come out the back end of it now where I can give advice and give kind of guidance based off my own experience, but also a lot of kind of research and stuff that I've been doing over the last couple of months. So the topic is basically body image and self-worth and I don't want to say disordered eating but emotional eating. Um, yeah, so pretty much that is what I'm going to discuss in this episode um, and yeah. So as I said, I've noticed a lot with clients in check-ins this last couple of weeks that they're like going into panic mode because it's almost summer and they feel like they haven't got the summer body or bikini body and I'm just like that's a load of shit and you know I always see this every single summer but I never understood it to be honest because I was always the person thankfully who I was confident in my body no matter what it looked like and I would put on a bikini I'd wear whatever I wanted and it never affected me until last year so yeah I never struggled with like say body image issues as such or like placing my worth on and value onto my body and last year that was something that I experienced and you know so anyone who kind of knows me from Instagram who's listening to this podcast will know that I done a photo shoot last year and I was really lean and still to this day it is one of the best things I've ever done and I don't put my body image issues down to the photo shoot. I put my body image issues down to the aftermath of um, like life events after the photo shoot for me. So I loved my body when I done my photo shoot. I loved my body before I done my photo shoot. And the reason for me doing that shoot was empowerment. It was to challenge myself. It was to commit to something and fully commit to me because it was something I had never done before. I had never fully committed to myself on a goal and not let external factors affect the outcome. So I was doing it for the right reasons. I wasn't doing it for a body look, like for a body image look at the end at the end of it. Um, obviously I knew I wanted to get lean and I wanted to look strong, but I didn't have any value on what that looked like. So I was happy internally. So that meant externally, it didn't really matter. And then in the summer after I done the photo shoot, life kind of went upside down. <laughs> um, so there was a lot going on in my personal life. And I also started struggling. I struggled seeing myself put on weight and not be super lean anymore because in my head I had kind of started placing my value as a coach 
and as a personal trainer on the body that I had. So that was like one of the kind of ruminating thoughts that began happening was if I'm not lean, people won't respect me as a coach. If I'm not absolutely shredded, I'm not a good coach. And I had this narrative that I had to be lean to be a good coach. And it took me a while to wrap my head around the fact that that's not true because like just take competitors, for example, the gaining phase they go through the off season, that's like the most important season for them for getting on stage again next year and being lean so that they have more muscle mass and you know they meet the criteria. So that doesn't devalue them as an athlete when they're not shredded. It's part of the process, it's part of the journey. And it doesn't make them, if a lot of them are coaches, it doesn't make them a worse coach for not being lean. So I had to really like rewire my mindset on that. That was kind of the first thing I started struggling with. But then I began to notice that I had like a lot of life events going on, as I said, and it was around the time also that I decided that I was going to move to Bali. And so I was getting ready to like pack my life up and leave, saying goodbye to people, kind of closing a chapter in my life that was really hard chapter to close because there was a lot of emotions wrapped up in that chapter and I was very unhappy with my life at that time as well Um, I was going through a lot and I discovered that I was a huge emotional eater and I had never kind of realized it before but when I look back on like previous like in previous years and the kind of tendencies I had with food I was always an emotional eater but it was very amplified last summer and kind of, la- well, it began at the back end of last summer and then it kind of reached its peak in the winter time, which I'll get into. But yeah, I noticed that I was an emotional eater and I think that it was amplified for me because I went from this prep scenario where I was so strict with food, I wasn't eating any meals off plan. I was, you know, the chicken, rice, broccoli, cocoa pops, Greek yogurt bowl girl, and any any other food was like unusual for me. So when I started having these like emotional eating tendencies, I was kind of eating in secret. I was I was binge eating. I was eating until I was literally full to the brim, sick, um, secret eating. I was. I had like anxiety eating around people. Like I didn't like eating around people anymore. And I would say that a lot of those tendencies came from the prep because, you know, in my head, I just was like, everyone is judging me for not eating the chicken, the rice, the broccoli anymore. And I'm being judged for the amount of food I'm eating or whatever. Like if I eat a, a share a bar of chocolate to myself, people are judging it. And really no one cares what you're eating but in your head when you've gone from being so like hell-bent on something or even if you haven't it can be hard to dissolve those thoughts in your head and yeah so the struggle kind of started before I came out to Bali the first time and when I came out to Bali in September I was the least confident I've ever been in my life and when I look back at that time in my life, like I get quite emotional <laughs> because it's sad how 
much of a dickhead I was to myself, to put it simply. I was tearing myself apart. Uh, if I missed a training session, I was beating myself up. I, what, you know, I came out to Bali and I obviously wasn't counting calories out here, but I was so consumed by food and by socialising and, like, everything surrounding food, calories, it was, like, embedded in my brain and it was at the point where like I would sit at a table with field in front of me and I'd be like counting the calories of what I think is on the plate um I couldn't have like I couldn't buy a box of cereal and the cereal like say because like when I was living in guest houses so I always kept like my like dry food in my room because if you leave your food in the shared kitchen it gets robbed <laughs> so I couldn't say go to the supermarket buy a box of cereal and just have a bowl of cereal and leave the rest of the cereal there. It was like that was such a trigger field for me. Like I would eat all of it. Even if I didn't want it, I would eat all of it. Um and it was emotions because when I was in Bali the first time, uh, there was a lot going on at home. Um my nanny was sick. I had a newborn niece at home that I was really missing. I was also in the depths of despair and I was too afraid to admit it. And I had this exterior front on that I was, like, so happy and so confident, and I wasn't. And I hated my body. I hated putting a bikini on. I hated taking pictures. I I was just obsessed with how my body looked. And I thought that my value was based on my body. And it's a recurring thing I see in so many people, like I said, in so many of my clients at the minute. And... I really wanted to make this episode to kind of show people that these issues can crop up in all different, it can look different for everyone. For me, it was, you know, I was emotionally and I was binge eating. I had a problem with food and I was so secretive about it and I didn't want to accept help because I thought that would make me weak. I thought that if I admitted to people that I was struggling with food as a coach, well, then you're absolutely shit at your job, <laughs> you know? That was the mindset I had. Um. So, anyways, long story short, then, I came home from Bali unexpectedly, and it just got worse and worse throughout the winter. Um. To be honest, when I look back at pictures of me in the winter, there's actually not a whole lot of pictures of me from winter time last year because I was just so low in confidence. None of my clothes fitted me anymore. My body shape had totally changed. I didn't look healthy anymore. I didn't look strong. I was permanently swollen. Um like I was holding so much water retention. My my body was so swollen, my face, everything and it was all stress related, anxiety related, emotions related. Obviously a lot of it was weight gain as well because I was in the depths of, of of binging throughout the winter. And I sat down in December and I was like, something has to change. I cannot live going around in a vicious cycle, being so cruel to myself, not being happy with me and thinking that everyone else is also placing my worth through my body when it's just not true 
And anyone who looks at you and values you based off how you look, it's not someone you want to have in your life anyway. You know, who wants to have people in their life that it's so superficial, it's so surface level, it's such a surface level connection with a friend, with a partner, with anyone when it's based off looks or it's based off your body. So I sat down in the winter and I was like, okay, what is triggering me to feeling so bad about myself, to not being happy with how I look, with how I feel? And obviously the number one thing I needed to address was my emotions. This is different for everyone. And I think every single person who struggles with body image has a pivotal moment in their life where there was a lot of emphasis placed on their body image. And yeah, maybe for me that was doing a photo shoot and being super lean. Um, even though I was in a good mindset when I'd done it. Um, so I had to sit down and kind of figure all that out with myself. I had to look at my environment and see what was triggering me in my environment to make me feel so bad about myself. And then I had to do the work. I had to do a shit ton of work to build myself to be where I am now. So how can you help yourself if you are also struggling with body image, if you are also placing your worth on your body? Number one, journaling. I assigned this class, this task to so many of my clients and I basically get them to sit down and journal all of their thoughts surrounding their body image, why they feel like their value is placed on their body, where do they think it has come from, is there any history with disordered eating, with emotional eating, with binge eating, is there any um, history with body dysmorphia, with, you know, did you grow up in a family where there was a lot of emphasis placed on your body, a lot of emphasis placed on, say, fitness, health, whatever? All of these can be triggers and think of them like cords that are connecting to you and they can create this belief in your head then of how you should look and how you should, how you should be. So for me, that was like a lot of, a lot of inner work. It was a lot of uncovering why I placed a lot of worth on my body and I think for women I can obviously only speak for women for a lot of women especially body image and your body on social media it's like it's something that it's in your face constantly you know People are photoshopping their bodies on Instagram to look away. That's not even natural for it to look. Um, photoshopping out their cellulite, their stretch marks, making their bum look bigger, giving themselves abs. It's constantly online, and there's this narrative of like being lean, and that being the acceptable like norm in society. But it's actually not healthy as a female to be permanently lean. You know you may lose your cycle, you have no sex drive, you have no social life because you're hell-bent on staying this lean all the time. That's not happiness and that's not valuable either. So, you know, learning to disassociate your body from value is really, really important and something that I only done a post about this on Instagram the other day, but 
air when we can realize and learn that air bodies are literally just a shell that carry us through day-to-day life that's all your body is its primary purpose is to carry out the functions to keep you alive and so you can go about your daily life we were not born to get abs to grow our glutes to you know have delts bigger than my head like we weren't born for that purpose our bodies were not created for that function they were created so that we could live out our values that we so we could do what we were put on this earth to do for me i believe i was put on this earth to help people to be a coach to inspire to educate to use my voice to help heal other people my body does not have any purpose in that other than carrying me to do what I need to do. So when we can begin to disseminate those thoughts and realize that really your body is literally just a shell. It's what's inside that matters. It is, are you a good person? Are you kind to yourself? Are you kind to others? Do you show up for yourself daily? Do you do the things you say you're going to do? Are you living in alignment with your values and your goals? Are you genuinely showing up as the best person you can be every single day? Are you doing your best to progress in life? If you are on the inside doing everything you can to be a good person, to be true to yourself, to live authentically, then that is what matters. And the people who are meant to be in your life are going to come into your life based off what's inside, not based off what's on the outside. You know, that's so superficial and it's not going to last forever. When you're 90 years of age, are you going to care that you had abs when you were 23? No, you're going to care about the life that you lived. You're going to care that you reached your goals, that you worked hard to get to the goals, that, you know, if you wanted to travel, you traveled. If you wanted to get married, you got married, you met the love of your life, you had kids, you know, you done all of the things that you wanted to do. You're not going to care when you are old about how your body looked when you were younger. So I think really like a pivotal moment is realizing that your body is just a shell to take us from A to B, to help us get where, to get where we want to go and where we need to go. And that's literally the only function of your body. Um, and then also to figure out how to start training for your health rather than your body image so previously when I was training especially around Christmas time it was I wanted to burn calories I was trying to lose weight I was trying to get lean again I wanted my old body back and I was hating training because there was actually no value or drive in what I was doing because it was not making me happy chasing this body or trying to become this person that I used to be or that I thought I should be um and then when I came back to Bali in January I was like okay now I'm really training for my health I want to feel fit I want to feel strong I want to feel healthy I want to look after my body the best I absolutely can to give myself the best life that I possibly can so that I feel good I feel energetic I can carry out my daily tasks I can you know, not be so 
fixated on how my body looks and look in turn from starting to train for from leaving training so from going from training for aesthetics to beginning to train for my health and for my fitness my body composition changed as well because I was taking all the right steps in order for my body to change but I wasn't fixated on that as the end goal I started just enjoying the journey loving training again loving getting strong again you know going into the gym and being so driven and motivated by what I was doing knowing that I'm feeling healthy because of this my business is going to do better because of this because I feel good and when I feel good I can show up as a better coach for my clients so for you that may look like you know switching from training for your aesthetics to start focusing on performance set some goals of like pbs to reach in the gym trying to get strong um, or to build up your fitness if you maybe want to start running or doing more cardio or whatever that might look like for your health, for your heart, for your mental health. You know, that's what's really important and that's what's going to keep you alive. <laughs> like, really, that's what's, that's what's keeping us alive. It's not, it's not the abs you have or the muscular quads or the big glutes. Like, none of that is, like, serving a function. And finally my biggest biggest tip is detoxing your social media so go on your instagram do a clear out if you notice yourself comparing to other people if you notice yourself constantly sitting scrolling and then your body checking and you're you know in this comparing despair mode you are in charge of what you consume you have control of that so clear out your social media if you're comparing yourself to people online that are like you're friendly with, mute the accounts. If it's someone that you don't know, unfollow. Or even if it's someone you know, you know, there's nothing wrong with unfollowing people. And start living for you. Start living in alignment with who you are, what your goals are, what your values are, and the person you want to be and become in life. And when you realise that your body is simply just your body, we begin to life changes because you actually value living you start enjoying food again you're not in your head fixated on everything around you you get this new lease for life and everyone deserves to feel that and for anyone who is feeling self-conscious right now about putting a bikini on in the summer or going on holidays or wearing like less clothes another piece of advice is buy clothes that you feel comfortable and confident in do not worry about the size of the clothes clothes are made to fit you you're not made to fit clothes I've said this before on the podcast buy the clothes that you're comfortable in buy the swimwear that you feel confident as fuck in and go and flaunt the body that you have this summer and be proud of it be proud of your body for the fact that it carries you through everyday life that it allows you to function and it allows you to live and it's healthy because so many people can't move their body. So many people would love to be able to go to the gym or to go on a run or, you know, we're so blessed that we can move our bodies. 
So let's start doing it for the right reasons and take action. You know, do the inner work, clear out your social media, clear out your wardrobe, buy clothes that fit you, that feel comfortable on you. And above all else, remember that your body is just a shell that's here to serve its function in life of taking you from A to B. Work on the insides and the outside is going to shine. The most healthy I've ever looked and the most confident I've ever looked was when I was happy when I was actually happy in here. Because when the inside looks good and feels good, so does the outside. So take this as your sign to go off and literally dive deep into the inner work and you'll be so surprised at how much your life can change from that. And above all else, put the bikini on. Body image and self-worth are not, they don't go hand in hand. So let's try break down this narrative and yeah, I hope that people found this helpful, useful and took some tips from it Um, and also I think sometimes having someone share their story to help you realise that if you are struggling you're not alone and there are so many people that are in a similar boat to you, Um, you know, you can overcome anything and I work with a lot of women who struggle with disordered eating behaviors who struggle with the emotional eating the binge eating the you know body image issues placing a lot of their value on their body and we're working from the inside out at breaking that down and helping you become and live in alignment with who you truly are so if this is something that you need more help with or you need more guidance on please just pop me a message i would be happy to help or offer any guidance and advice in any way that i can But yeah, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.